What's poppin' y'all? Welcome back to episode 9 of my podcast. I believe it's episode 9, right? I don't really know. Um, I should know, since I've done so little. But anyways, this is another episode. I don't have a guest on today. Uh, I'm trying to get my friend Sammy Katib on. Uh, we'll be doing one very soon. I, I've it, it takes... Uh, it takes effort, you know, to want to do something like a podcast. And like, since I started doing it, one thing I said is I never want to look back and be like, um, hold on. I feel sneeze coming on. All right. Fuck it. Never mind. It's one of those sneezes where it's going to go away or I'm going to like think of asparagus or look at a light or something and it'll stop. Um, but to get back to what I was saying, when I started this podcast, I wanted to have a goal in mind that was basically about not stopping the podcast. Like I, I knew that I wanted to start one and then keep doing it, and I knew regardless of any hurdles in life or any difficulties finding time or motivation, I wouldn't quit. Um, and I haven't, and I'm proud of myself for that, uh, and I've been still doing it, even though I'll... I have been not doing one every week as I like to. I'm still coming out with them and, uh, you know, my really good friends are still listening. And for that, I appreciate that. Um, and tomorrow's Valentine's day. So I love all of you that support me and genuinely, you know, care for my advancement in life. Cause I care for you too. Cause we're all playing the same game and you know, you can't make it yourself. Some people can make it themselves. But, you know, they grow up with, like, the silver spoon in their mouth and shit. I'm, what I'm saying is you need people in life to get through this game. And, uh... Excuse me. Take a sip of some water. You need people in life to get through this game. And, uh, you know, you need real people in your life. You need people that are gonna tell you like it is. And, you know, they're not gonna... They're not going to hold anything back from you. And, uh, you know, it's hard to be genuine. It's hard. And I actually think a lot has to do with, you know, our uh, evolution as uh, as a generation. And this is not going to stem back to anything biological or, you know, evolutionary as a species. But in regards to, you know, generations going over time, you know, when you talk of, of being real, if you talk of authenticity... You know, you think of people that are vulnerable, that are okay with showing who they truly are, with expressing their insecurities. I think, think when things like social media are invented, um, and I mean the internet too, it, it, it provides people with an outlet to uh, kind of, you know, show a certain side of them that doesn't really exist. Or let's say someone, you know, has a projection of how they want their life to be portrayed, it gives them that means to say, this is the person I am because no one can really prove it. And, you know, it, it's exciting because, you know, the brain creates this life and I'm going off a bit of a tangent here. But what I'm basically saying is I think with, you know, technology, it's really easy to lose identity and lose uh, genuineness uh, about yourself and you know if you're not genuine with yourself you're likely not going to be genuine with others so you know I mean I, I've realized this importance over my short life and I'm realizing this 
pretty often, you know, as the days go by. And the more people I interact with, I've been trying to do this thing where, like, I challenge myself every month. Um, and, you know, a few months I've done it. You know, back in November, I, I didn't drink for a month. Uh, and, and, you know, certain things like that. And I have completed them. You know, some I have, I mean, I have no shame. I've given up. But it's all about the effort. It's all about taking the step, you know. If I want to spend a month not doing something, but I cave in during, you know, a week and a half, two weeks. So, you know what? I did a week. I did two weeks. There's going to be so much more months in my life. You know, hundreds of months. If I made it a week, what's to say in two months I won't? Yeah, let me try two weeks not doing that. And then about three weeks, and eventually I can do a month, you know? Um, You know, I I, I learned, like, these challenges reduce my tolerance to not psychologically to any drugs or alcohol or, uh, you know, dependencies or anything, but it reduces your tolerance to things that you're not used to doing, right? So... Anyways, the challenge I'm doing this month is um, where I work in the city. It's right in the middle of New York City. So I I come in contact with a ton of different people every day. And I said, you know what, Nick? I I realized in the the office environment I work, there's there's this this aura, this haze of social awkwardness. And, you know, you can try your best to, uh, you know, get past it with your coworkers. But ultimately, you know, you're in an environment that's not highly stimulating and you're sitting down for a lot of the time. So it naturally is going to create a socially awkward environment. But the outside of that environment is fucking Midtown Manhattan, one of the most populated areas in the world. So what I've been trying to do is every day I'm trying to talk to a new person and, you know, if a person doesn't want to talk to me, which is a stereotype that a lot of people think New York City people have, that they don't want strangers to talk to you, which I've also found to not be that true. People just want someone that's friendly that's talking to them. Um, and someone that smiles. You know, people are receptive to friendly conversation. But what I've been trying to do is at least try to hold a conversation past five minutes. And I've been doing it every day of February and it's been going fucking good. I've been meeting like a lot of people and I've been getting, I've been reducing my tolerance to go back to the word tolerance to, you know, seeing someone that I want to talk to, you know, but holding back, not being real with myself saying, you know what? I'm afraid I don't want to disturb that person's day, but I'm really interested in what book they're reading. Or, uh, you know, even if I see like a girl or something, oh, you know, she's really cute. I kind of just want to tell her that, you know, not having any expectations, but, you know, not going through with that. Because, you know, when you you don't go through with things that you really want to do, you have regret and nothing eats you up more inside than regret, you know, and when you regret things, you focus too much on the past. And when you focus too much on the past, you are not focusing on the present. And when you're not focusing on the present, you can get distracted and make mistakes that make you worry too much about the future. So it all comes full circle. Ultimately, you know, doing these challenges, becoming comfortable talking to strangers and stuff. I feel like it's good in life. It's healthy to have this social uh, calibration with people, you know, to understand, you know, people's body language. You know, it's important to know 
whether someone's trustworthy or not. And, you know, I'm kind of doing it just to, you know, to see how different people are. Uh, one thing that I observe commuting or working in the city is that, you know, I think a lot of people come in with an open mind, especially me, you know, I'm still young working there. And a lot of people work there for 30, 40 years and they become very uh, adapted to the environment and they, uh, they become like, stereotypical of the New York City commuter dressing up really nice for work every day. Got their Starbucks that they just dropped five bucks for and walking to work without a smile on their face, focused, walking fast. You know, everyone's in a rush, but everyone's just in a rush because everyone else is in a rush. If everyone started walking slow, the one dude walking fast would look like a fucking dirtbag. You know, people would be, why the fuck are you walking so fast, man? You relax. But everyone's just trying to adapt and fit in. And it really was kind of, I guess it was kind of a little overwhelming for me at first because I thought, I said, ever like, I know all these people, you know, outside of working in the city, obviously. I know tons of people. And everyone's got all these different colorful personalities. But all these people look the same. And then I thought, you know, Nick, you don't really know these people. So... I know I've been trying to kind of just to get to know people and look Midtown Manhattan is huge that is the most fortunate place to be able to work because who knows what situation I could run into and what kind of connection that could be made that could just benefit not even benefit my life but affect my life in a positive way you know and if it affects my life in a negative way it could be something that I learned from as well damn you know I feel like every day there's a lot of revelations that I have, and uh, I don't want to ramble too much about myself. I want you know anyone listening to really look at their life and really see what they're observing. I feel like you know I'm generally can maintain a positive mindset because I realize that change is occurring all around us. The universe is chaotic as fuck. You know, there's constantly entropy everywhere, and even though the universe is done expanding. In our realm of the solar system, it's still expanding, and because of that, because of the natural way the universe, and this is not verbatim through any scientific means, it's just me bullshitting, there's constantly stuff going on, there's constant change, and I feel like, why not embrace that change, you know? Why not have something new happen to you every day? And, you know, I feel like a lot of people say, you know, like, not a lot of new things happen to me every day, it's the same thing, but... I don't think what they realize is that it's up to you to create that change in some cases. You know, there's some cases where the change just happens to you. And that's cool, too. If you're someone that doesn't like change, then that's, uh, then, you know, that's, I guess it's not cool to you. But in a lot of situations, change is required um, or, or effort from yourself is required to experience that change. And... Change is scary as fuck, but one thing is that it makes you feel uncomfortable and then it makes you, like, it makes you become comfortable with feeling uncomfortable. And when you have that, I think you realize that there's a lot of possibilities in life and you're a lot more positive. And I was talking with my friend Connor, who was on the last podcast, last night actually, and he was talking about how when you just genuinely have a positive mindset, everything starts to fall in place in life. Now... Oh, pardon me, I'm just going to take another sip of water. Now, one thing I've noticed, uh, at least in my life, 
is that, uh, you know, this is, this is mostly true, you know, when I'm genuinely positive, when I'm not putting on this false narrative in my life and don't have this fake confidence. Um, cause you know, sometimes you just feel down in the dumps and you just want to listen to music. You know, you don't want to do anything self-improving. You just want to sleep. You just want to eat, you know, you just want to like be in your thoughts. Um, but sometimes when I have this genuine positive mindset, I start to see that things fall into place and it's kind of cool. It's kind of like being like a superhero or being like the main character of your own book or your story. And I'm like, you do that like you or you're like link in the legend of zelda and like you're in uh like the temple one of the forest temples or something and you meet like one of these dudes and you're like oh shit and he like helps you out and he leads you down like a trap door and you've been like stressing out in the whole forest temple and next thing you know there's like a secret sword there and then you find that and then you find like a shit ton of rupees so then you can buy that fucking shield from that store and that town full of all the trees and shit that you start the game off in Ocarina of Time. Um, anyway, I digress. It's not really like that, but if you're listening to what I'm saying, it's kind of like being a character of a story. Like Things just kind of fall into place, and it's cool, and you look back, and you have a really good day. Now, I don't know if the universe is based off of free will, and I don't know if everything is predetermined, but I like to think it's a little bit of a mix of both. So, let me explain. What I mean is, I think it's possible that we are in control of our paths, but then I also think it's possible that certain things happen to you because they were meant to be. And I can't explain why that is the case, but there are certain times where things happen to me and I say, you know what, this happened to me because I, using my free will, exercising that free will, made the choice to do that. And, uh, there's also times where things happen to me. And, uh, one of my good friends, Christian, he always tells me that he doesn't believe in, in consequence. And, uh, you know, that always stuck in a really deep place inside me because it's mad real. Like there's certain things that just happen to you and they don't, they feel so inconsequential. If that's even a word, I might've just invented it. They feel like, you know what? Like this is almost perfect. Like you almost can't believe it happened. And when those moments happen, there's something in you, like a burning, pinching feeling that says, you know what, I got to do this. Or like, it's almost as if the universe is sending you a message. Um, and, and I've had arguments, you know, with my friends, Tim and Pete about the spirituality of the universe and this and that and stuff. But, you know, if you look at everything with an open mind, you know, maybe the universe, whatever it is, whether it's living or whether it's just fucking space, maybe it does send you signs, you know, because we are living, we are biological, but maybe we are also in control of our destiny partially. It's like, it, it's kind of like, I don't know, maybe it's one of like one of those books where like, turn to page 74 if you want to go into this room or page 69 if you want to go into this room or page 97 if you want to go into that room. Maybe it's one of those things. I don't know, but... What I do know is embracing change is good, and I think the whole act of embracing change goes along with this activity in the universe that, you know, throws you curveballs, but it can also throw you things that you need without expecting it. And I think if you're open-minded, and I think if you really pay attention and you really focus on the right things and maintain positivity and are kind to people around you, you start to observe these things that the universe throws at you and you say, huh, maybe I'll take advantage of that.
When you're in a negative mindset, it's very difficult to get out of that. It's really fucking hard. We've all been there. But when you're positive, I, I genuinely think you just observe more about the world and you see this ambiance. And because of that, you take more advantage of things. So, I don't know. This game of life is very interesting. But I don't think, you know, we can do it alone. And, uh, you know, that's why I appreciate everyone in my life. Shout out to y'all. You know who you are. And even if I don't talk to you every day, you're in my thoughts. Uh, Happy Valentine's Day. That's a wrap. Peace.